Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll sit with Chapter 8 of The Cloud of Unknowing. So find a comfortable seat, take a deep breath, and make your heart ready to receive these words. Now you ask, how do I evaluate these ideas that intrude upon my meditation? Are they good or evil? I doubt that they are evil because they serve ordinary devotion so well. These thoughts bring pleasure. I have wept bitterly in sympathy with Christ, and sometimes, because of my awareness of my own wretched condition, this is a sacred and worthwhile experience. I can't consider such self-knowledge evil. If these thoughts do so much good for me, then why do you instruct me to press them down until they are out of sight beneath a cloud of forgetting? You ask an excellent question that I will try to answer. You want me to identify and label the thoughts that engage your mind in this exercise. You are thinking clearly, and each idea seems inherently good because you are reflecting the image of God. Your use of each thought is critically important. The idea becomes good or evil in the application. Good results when God's grace enlightens you, enabling you to perceive your spiritual hunger and the wonderful kindness of God's activity. Your devotion increases. But if the thought makes you proud and arrogant, evil results follow. When you attempt subtle theological speculation and vainly seek recognition as a scholar, rather than seeking devout humility, then you have lost thinking's most valuable aspect. Anyone who wants to appear clever and knowledgeable in any academic discipline, religious or secular, merely seeks flattery. You ask also about the value of a cloud of forgetting. If such good thoughts assist a spiritual experience, why abandon them? The explanation lies in the difference between active and contemplative Christian living. Both activity and contemplation are essential and interrelated. You cannot fully experience one without the other, even though they have differences in character. The effectively active person is also contemplative. A contemplative person engages in Christian activity. The distinction between the two is that the active life begins and ends in this world, while the contemplative life begins here and continues eternally. Jesus told Martha, who was busy in the kitchen, that her sister Mary had chosen what is better, and she would never lose it. Active Martha is troubled and anxious about many things. But contemplative Mary sits in peace, intent only upon him. 
At an elemental level, the active life engages in good and honest works of love and mercy. When the active life reaches higher expression, it shares good spiritual meditation with the lower part of the contemplative life. But the higher part of the contemplative life, to the limited degree it may be experienced here, consists entirely in this darkness and this cloud of unknowing. It is an impulse of love, a dark gazing into the pure being of God. In the beginning of the active life, we look beyond ourselves and work for others. As we progress in Christian activity, we begin to ponder the things of the Spirit, but we remain within ourselves. But in the higher degree of the contemplative life, we rise above ourselves. We arrive by grace where we cannot go by nature. We unite with God in spirit, sharing his love, and we are in harmony with God's will. As we cannot come to the higher part of the active life without pausing our business in the lower part, so we cannot come to the higher degree of the contemplative life without moving away from the elementary stages. Even holy works interfere with meditation. Similarly, you will find it inappropriate and cumbersome to think profound holy thoughts while working in this darkness of the cloud of unknowing. For this reason, I advise you to suppress such pleasant thoughts, covering them with a thick cloud of forgetting, regardless of the apparent high quality of your ideas. In this life, love is the only way to reach God. Knowledge does not assist us. As long as the soul lives in this mortal body, the clarity of our understanding in the contemplation of spiritual things, particularly of God, mingles with imagination, tainting the experience and leading us into great error. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.